and rising beautiful beings and welcome I am Mama Gigi and this is Mama Gigi's safe haven I want to touch on a topic today that has been a point of contention for me it has to do with a relationship with my mother. Now, I know that family dynamics are extremely complicated and that you only do better when you know better. Now, there's a part of me And due to the religious indoctrination, having jumped from denomination to denomination, you know, and searching spirituality on my own terms and understanding of, you know, my life and my life's purpose. We grew up jumping from Christianity to different denominations of Christianity. Now, I've noticed that it's heavily built on guilt, shame, damnation, lies, deceit, secrets now how does this translate to my relationship with my mother let me explain I'm the middle child from my mother's children I have an elder sister and a younger brother each of us are five years apart And while my prior to my mother being a Christian, my eldest sister suffered a lot of emotional, psychological, and physical abuse. Life happens, she got up, she left. And their relationship had been extremely tumultuous. Now, here's the issue. Just because the eldest child is gone doesn't mean that the abuse stops and by no means was every aspect of my life hell I'm not saying that but I am saying that abuse and continued abuse does have an effect on the children and how you grow up and a sense of self and how you view yourself in the world. Now, I was sitting in a place where I was always searching for the love of my parent, 
of their acceptance, of their love, if I was worthy. And I was only worthy as long as I was being of servitude and of service. And I've mentioned this before to where my eldest sister used to call me Kunta. Now, if you ever watched the miniseries Roots, you understand that Kunta Kinte was a slave. And what I later understood was that I no longer hated the name. It became a thing, right? I hated it growing up. But as an adult, I will explain. And it was only as long as I was of service, as long as I was overly submissive, I was okay. But I was always looking for love, looking for approval, looking for acceptance, and always having to sacrifice my happiness, my joys, because she was more enamored with my younger sibling. I wondered a lot, like, what is it about me that's so repulsive? What is it about me that she doesn't love? What is there not to love about me? Every day I grew up hearing, you're fat. When I was your age, I was a size three. When I was your age, I was a size nine. As I was growing up, I was always too fat. I was always, un. oh, you're dirty. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're so, you know, withdrawn. You talk too much. You talk too little. Get out of my face. I don't like, you know, and I would constantly hear her pin us siblings against each other. And then in the same breath say, all you have is each other. Why are you not close? How can we be close when all you've done is pin us against each other and constant competition against one another? Always saying, oh, you're not as smart as your sister. Or, you know, why don't you hug me anymore? And I was always an affectionate person. I'm, I'm very fond of hugs. I'm a hugger. And I was one of the children that would hug her just because I felt it in my soul. And it became, uh, oh, you're hugging me. What do you want? Oh, you're doing this for me. What do you want? 
come and massage my feet. Come give me all of these massages. Come make me feel better. Come sit so I can tell you my woes. Hold this money for me because if I hold on to it, I'm going to spend it. And I became a creature of service. And I was, I remember one time, and it's, you know how on social media you hear, what was that one phrase that broke you and you acted like it didn't? And the first one was, you're nothing but a dog. She said it in Spanish. And when she said the word perra, it was in the inflection of her voice that hurt my heart so badly. And it was because I was 13. Hormones, boy, school, self-image. There were so many things. And then again, after I had my children, I was about I would say 28, right? I was 28 years old. I had my four children. And we were talking about examples of good mothers, you know, and having this conversation. And I told her, you don't respect me. You don't respect me as a human being. You don't respect me as your daughter. You don't respect me as a mother. And she said to me, that's because to me, you're not a real mother. Mind you, throughout this time, I had already had two failed divorces, two failed marriages, two successful divorces. And it was in that moment where I was at my low that she found a way to kick me repeatedly. Emotionally, psychologically, and physically in front of my children. And the day I fought back, and I called the police, she told me 
that for the rest of my life, I would cry, but my tears would be tears of blood. Right? Now, it's been over a year. It's been over a year. Um, there had been some events which led me to the understanding that I didn't need it. I didn't need her love. I didn't need her approval. And that I was going to live my life the way that I wanted it. I was going to choose a tradition and spiritual path that best fit me. And in doing so, I also let go. And I told him, I love you, but I love me more. I'm finally loving myself. I am loving the sound of my voice. I am loving my chichos. I'm loving my stretch marks. My freaking excessive body hair due to illness. You make fun of me because I'm hairy. Because I don't talk like you. I don't move in this world like you. I wasn't designed to. I wasn't meant to. My purpose in life is not to be you. And I decided to go no contact. I blocked them on social media. And my mother is a very relentless woman. She would create 17 other new pages on Facebook, Instagram, you name it. She's found me. And I block them. I block each and every one of them. Even the phone calls. I've gotten to block phone calls. Because you know what? My peace is more valuable to me than your comfort my peace so because it is the holiday season and Christmas is her favorite she sent me a message through whatsapp she's been sending me messages through whatsapp and I'm like, yo, how does she even find me? <laughs> so aggravating. So one of them said, a mother always, a mother is always a mother. No matter how many times her, you break her heart, she never stops worrying about her children and never stops praying for them. This is something that she found on TikTok. And she sent to me. 
She's always sending me things about God and things like that. And I found a clip on TikTok. And it is a black woman. It's a husband and a wife and their daughter. And in that scene, the daughter stands up and speaks up for herself and is like, what is it going to take for you to see me as me? See me for me and love me for me. And this is verbatim what I sent. I did have some typos because, you know, chubby fingers are a thing. I said, I hope this shows you what I mean by damage that has been done. Not only to me, but also my children. You sending videos of how much you love, you miss, you hurt. Notice it is all about you. Might I make a suggestion? Might you ask yourself the honest question? Did I ever see my children as individuals? Apologies without change behavior is empty. It's like asking God to forgive your sins and you truly haven't repented. You may ask if I love you. I do. Yet now I love me more, respect me more than to beg for a love I will never get from you. Be well. Happy holidays. Enjoy your life. Jeanette Hightower. That is my name. That is my married name. A name that she refuses to acknowledge because, and this is her excuse. Due to my mom paying for a lawyer, get a paternity test so that my father, who knew I was his daughter, would have DNA proof that I was his child to receive my, my dad's last name. So she says, I will always call you Torres because I paid for it. Here's a newsflash. You can stop calling me your daughter. I free you of your burden. You're no longer burdened with me. And I have paid for my whole life in blood, sweat, and tears. as well as financially, I have paid in full my whole existence. 
this time, this life that I am living with my husband, that I am sharing with my children, I'm going to live it in peace, in joy, and abundance. So if you are experiencing these types of relationships, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's okay to walk away from the poison that's poisoning you. It's okay if you step away from these individuals who call themselves your family because you share blood. Now, everyone likes to say, blood is thicker than water. And they don't understand that there is more to that phrase. Okay? The phrase goes as follows. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water from the womb. So we may share blood that does no longer make you my family. The covenant that we share makes you family. Please understand that I know that many will disagree. I don't give a flying fuck. I have run out of fucks to give. Especially during the holidays. You know what the holidays do to so many? It causes anxiety. Do you know that so many people will go in debt? To please and appease people who they don't give a fuck about? Not I, said the cat. (laughs) If I have a visceral reaction at the mere thought of being around you, guess what I'm not doing? Being around you. If I feel trapped, guess what I will not be doing? Enslaving myself to anyone. Now let's get back to the Kunta Kinte. While Kunta Kinte was a slave, In that scene, they were beating him to break him. Telling him that his name was Toby. And every time they asked him what his name was, he said, Kunta. Kunta Kinte. Accepting the whippings, each 
lashing. He still said his name was Kunta, Kunta Kinte, with pride and pain in his voice. Because in his heart, he was not a slave. He was a free man being kept prisoner. They couldn't break his spirit. That is why the name no longer hurts me. That's why that memory no longer hurts me. And since then, the relationship has changed. We spoke about it, my oldest sister and I. And I love her. And I love my brother. And I'm grateful that we are able to repair years of trauma. Twenty twenty two. as you draw to an end. I feel more comfortable being my weird, awkward, autistic self. And that is the first time Saying it out loud. I hope that in twenty twenty three, you all can stand firmly in who you are, not what people want you to be or expect from you. You walk and live in your most authentic self. Be eccentric, be loud, let your voice be heard because it is powerful. Thank you again for taking the time and listening. May you enjoy your holidays. I am Mama Gigi, 
And this is Mama Gigi's safe haven. And you are safe here. <laughs>